0: Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions.
1: Thank you and welcome to the program. I'm your co host, Raven Gavani.
0: And I'm your co host,
1: Brianna Hopiton. And you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today we are talking about The Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, My Little Pony, Friendship is Key, Keys of Friendship, and The Book of Life, plus we will be talking about Rio 2 and the LA Zoo event that went along with the film. So to start off the show, uh, I have with me Brooklyn, and we are going to be talking about the new phenomenal film, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, So how are you doing, Brooklyn? Good, how are you? I am doing very well. So why don't you tell me a little bit about this sequel to Rise of the Planet of the Apes.
2: The Planet of the Apes is about a village of apes. It's about the first, the first movie going on about how, they, how they're fighting with the humans to protect their land and a whole bunch of controversy between the apes too.
1: Absolutely. So pretty much in this film since I've also recently seen it, it's been 10 years um, since the first film um, at the events in the first film happened and pretty much the virus that gave all of the apes this crazy intelligence is causing all of the humans to die and get sick. So there's been mass casualties from all these people that are getting what is called the simian flu and they're all dying and, um, you know, The entire human civilization is just falling to pieces, everything is going terribly wrong, nobody has power anymore, food, Um, nobody has, you know, connection to each other, so people aren't really sure who is, you know, still alive, and it's all about trying to find a common ground between the apes who have built this amazing civilization and the humans whose civilization has completely crumbled. Um, so Brooklyn, what are your thoughts on this film? People have been saying that it is a visual masterpiece. So, what do you think about the visuals and the um, computer effects?
2: The scenery was amazing. It really looked like a jungle, especially in three D.
1: Three D was amazing too. Well. Absolutely, yeah. I think the um, I saw this in in 3D and I thought it was absolutely gorgeous. And something that was really cool about this is um if you go on YouTube or if you go to IMDB and you search the film and you search like um you know like how the apes were created pretty much is that it was a bunch of people in these um, black costumes, just like skin tight costumes with dots all over them. Um and GoPros on, so that's why the monkeys look so, they have such, like, human uh, features and facial expressions. It's because they were actual humans being filmed and then the dots on their costumes are able to be translated into the computer to be turned into these virtual apes, which is incredible. Uh, So what did you think of the sort of iconic music that is featured in this film?
2: The music really, like, made the film more realistic, and it made it stand out, making it more, like when the scary parts are going to happen, or something exciting is about to happen, it made it stand out more.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's this very, very iconic music that happens throughout the film that anyone would recognize if they heard it, um, and I think that's something that's awesome because it makes, it makes the films very recognizable. Uh, So the way that they left this film, do you think that there will be a a third one in this series?
2: Yes, ma'am.
1: And uh, are you looking forward to that if it does come out?
2: Not really. This this one wasn't my kind of movie.
1: It wasn't? No. This Uh, was scary for me. It was too what? Scary. Too scary. Okay, (laughs) so... That's good that two of us are on here because we have two separate opinions. So tell me about um, the sort of emotional aspect and the uh, the sort of scariness of the film. I didn't like how the apes were. Yeah. Is it just because they were too intense looking? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I can definitely see how that would be intimidating because they are very realistic looking, but apes can be scary, especially. Who was the the antagonist in this? I believe it was Koba. Um, Koba was very scary because he was all, like, chemical burned and angry and whatnot, so I could definitely see how that would be intimidating. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Raven Tavani,
3: And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton.
1: And today we are talking about the new film, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, as well as My Little Pony, Keys of Friendship, Friendship is Key, and The Book of Life, plus we will be talking about Rio 2 and the L.A. Zoo event that went along with the release of the film. Um, So right now we are talking with Brooklyn about Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and I love this film. I thought it was beautiful, I thought it was very emotional, Um, and it was definitely an intense film, and she's saying on the opposite side of that, where visually it was very well done, but it was also very intense and scary. Um, So what did you think about some of the messages that you can get from this film, Brooklyn? One of
2: the messages I felt was, don't put all your trust in one person, like Caesar did to Coba. Mm -hmm.
1: No, I definitely agree with that. I definitely think another message is this, is keep an open mind, because in this film, all of the apes were like, oh, every single human is bad and every ape is good. And then it was the opposite with the humans. And then what they learned is that there is good and bad in everything. You know, there's good apes and there's bad apes. There's good humans and there's bad humans. And I think that's something to look forward to. You know, there are good people and there are bad people, no matter what race, religion, age, gender. Like, So it's, it's really to keep an open mind. And in my opinion, I think one of the huge... Um, sort of political and realistic uh, messages is, you know, don't discriminate against others because you don't understand them. And that's something that we do as humans is we we fear what we don't understand and we attack what we fear. Um, so since you said that this was a bit intense and scary for you, what age rating would you recommend for this film? 13 and over? Mm-hmm. Um, And how old are you again, Brooklyn? 11. 11, okay. Yeah, I could definitely see that, because this film, in the first film, a lot of it is with, you know, um, Caesar and James Franco's character sort of, like, bonding and growing together, and it doesn't really get intense until the last 20 minutes, but this whole film is very intense, and there are a lot of very violent, very emotional aspects to it. I almost cried several times. Um... So I definitely think uh, parents should have in mind the fact that this is a more intense film if you're planning on taking your children to it. Um, But I definitely think it is a very beautiful film and it's very well done. And if you're interested in it, you should definitely check it out. So how many stars do you give this film on a scale of one to five?
2: I give it four out of five stars hmm
1: Well, that's good. I'm glad that even though it scared you and it wasn't necessarily your taste, you're able to see some good aspects of it. So, do you have a favorite character?
2: My favorite character is Caesar because uh-huh. uh, he didn't want to make war with the humans. He had good ways instead of making war. hmm
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I think... In the last film, I feel like Caesar was portrayed towards the end as sort of the bad guy. And in this film, the trailers made it out to seem that Caesar was gonna be sort of like the bad guy as well. But it turns out that he really just is looking out for his community and his family, and he, he just has the best interest in mind for the apes, which sometimes, you know, trying to do what's right ends up being not the best for everybody. Um so one last thing I have to talk to you about this film is in this film the apes talk which a lot of people might think is cheesy that it's animals talking. Um, but how do you think uh, the realisticness of it was done? And what do you think about the believability of the apes talking? The
2: believability was... you People wouldn't really believe that apes could actually talk. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, in... In real life, obviously, it sounds crazy. But the way it was portrayed in this film, in my opinion, was very well done. Because it wasn't like cheesy talking animals that spoke perfect English and perfect sentences. It was, in my opinion, very, very believable. Because they spoke very basic, you know, words. Like not full sentences. They were able to translate a few words. um, And they also did sign language, which was awesome. Because I'm, you know, sort of like, intermediate in sign language, so it was really cool to be able to see what they were saying and, you know, sort of read what they were signing, so I thought that was awesome. Um, so I give this film five out of five stars because I thought it was fantastic, and I would agree with you, Brooklyn, um, 13 and up. So, guys, if you are 13 and up, check this out because it is in theaters now. Brooklyn, thank you so much for telling me all about it, and I'm sorry that it scared you. That's a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is time to take a break. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Camps Network.
0: Remember my name. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? you are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back
3: to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope-Biton. And I'm your
1: co-host, Raven Javani.
3: And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we have just finished speaking to Brooklyn about Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. We are reviewing the films My Little Pony, Friendship is Key, Keys of Friendship, The Books of Life, and Rio 2. So right now we're speaking with Kendall about My Little Pony, Keys of Friendship, Friendship is Key. Thank you for joining us today. So how are you, Kendall? I am doing great. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. So can you please tell me about My Little Pony?
5: Okay, so My Little Pony, Friendship is Key, Keys to Friendship, is an adorable collection of series compiled onto one DVD. My Little Pony has four different episodes, and each episode is about diverse friendship lessons, and the DVD series is filled with beautiful music, great family lessons, a bonus sing-along, and wonderful comedy.
3: Yeah, I, when I was little, I, I, love, I love to, like, I am little now, but when I was littler, <laughs> um, I love to think about friendship and 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 not and being obedient to your parents and being honest i mean that was kind of the thing when you were when when you're young it's just kind of teaching you how to how to grow up and how to and how to be successful and and how to be nice to other people so i'm glad that they put a dvd out because when i was younger i love little i love my little pony because it was like i want a pony and that's the first thing i thought of i was like i want a pony <laughs> so since this is about friendship, this whole series is about friendship. How do you think they, how do you think they brought out friendship? Like, how did you think they, they taught about it, or, or they taught other children about it?
5: I think what they did was great because it's very helpful. Because some of the lessons were, um, like, you don't have to change who you are, like, just because. Just to you fit in. Have- Yeah, just to fit in or you just want to seem like you're the perfect friend or like the perfect family. Just be you and also like your friends will come. And also, like it also taught how your friends would always have your back and they would always help you no matter what. And so I think what they did was very helpful and great for little kids now.
3: Yeah, I I had to learn that the hard way, knowing that you you have to be yourself. Because thinking about it now, you have to be yourself for friends to come to you. And if you be yourself and you do everything that you would do it and not change, you know that the friends you have are there because they actually like you. Not for what you are or not for how much money you have, but actually for who you are and how you act. So I think that's a... Perfect, like little caption there, because that's something that I had to learn the hard way. Um, did anything stand out with the animation? Because this is, I mean, to my understanding, My Little Pony has, to me, been forever. Like it his has been out there forever, and it's yeah. it's gone through and many things, and its transitioned. So, how did you think the animation was? I thought it was
5: great. The, the animation like, like, an actual pony, and I was just, I was, it was just really cool to see, and I, it was just something that was really great, and, like, speechless, and, like, you don't want, like, it's great and
3: everything. I just don't know what to say. It's really cool. <laughs> I get you. I get you. I understand you. It's that thing where it's, it's like, oh my gosh, it's just, I just, yeah, I totally understand you. <laughs> So how are the voiceover? Because since this is animation, there are no real-life characters. So how was the animation? Um, The animation? I mean the voiceover, sorry. (laughs) Okay,
5: the voice actors are amazing because they were able to capture the emotions of the characters, which I thought was fantastic. And that's what you need to build, like, create an animation movie or show make sure it, it all comes to life and comes together
3: yeah when it comes together and when the actors do a great job and when the writing is amazing and the director is amazing and everything comes together it's like wow this is a really well put together series or film or whatever or whatever yeah. you're listening to the voice america kids network i'm your co-host brianna Hobeton.
1: And I'm your co-host, Raven Devani.
3: And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we we're reviewing the films My Little Pony, Keys of Friendship, Friendship is the Key, The Book of Life, and Rio 2. So right now, let's continue speaking with Kendall about My Little Pony, Keys of Friendship, Friendship is Key. And we were just speaking about the animation and all all, all the animation when you have an animation film. It has to be where you can see it correctly and the visuals have to be on point. And and we were just talking about how it was very clear and it was very up to date. So that's just a filler in. Uh, Who is your favorite character? Because I love ponies.
5: Um, My favorite character is Rarity because she's a beautiful pony and We both have some similarities. Like, she likes fashion, enjoys working with her friends, and works really hard to get her job done. And that's just like me, and that's what I like to do as well.
3: Yeah, when everyone when everyone, like, pitches in and does their job, it's, it's like a community effort. So, I yeah. totally understand you. Uh, since these are all new productions, and they're not just returns of, the, returns of the 80s, because I remember watching on TV, and it's, like, reruns. It's all you see is reruns. So, since yeah. this is new and awesome and amazing, how do you think the storyline compared to this and then the new older films? Oh, well, not the older films, but the older series. Um, it's
5: different and there's different situations and diff- and there's a different plot and everything in each episode because each episode is very different and that's what's but well, that's what i like is how it's very like each episode is unique
3: and, and it it's yeah it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't mesh together yeah,
5: yeah and they, they each have their own little message to each episode that you watch.
3: So it's like you can know the characters by knowing by knowing their message. Exactly. Yeah, it's like you have your little spot and you have your little spot and everyone has their own little spot. <laughs> Since this is my little pony, what is the age range because it does seem like to be a younger a younger audience.
5: Yeah, I I agree. It would be for like a younger audience for girls from ages 2 to 11 because it's about ponies and i don't think older girls would enjoy watching it as much as the younger audience would and yeah i just think it would be a good a good show for girls from ages 2 to 11
3: yeah when i was younger i loved my little pony but i do i, I do understand that because now it's like i wouldn't i wouldn't find myself inviting all my friends over to watch my little pony <laughs> So, but you have to remember that there are 20 and 30 year olds who are fans too. They, they, they watched, they watched it when they were younger and they, and they're just like, I can't, I just, I I love it. And Mm -hmm. I feel that way about Dora. Like I'm a secret (laughs) fan of Dora, but it's not a secret anymore, but (laughs) I'm a fan of Dora and I always will be. How many stars do you give this series? I give this series 5 out of 5 stars because it
5: was very put, well put together and I think the message of this series is fantastic and it's just a series that is very like you like every I think everyone will like it and it's just like a well put together series and like the animation was great the voice actors were just great the storyline was great the message was great like everything was just perfect
3: yeah so it was just this great awesome amazing put together series yes (laughs) so you did say that this series had four parts which is your favorite part my
5: favorite part is the Twilight Kingdom Parts 1 and Part 2, where Mm -hmm. Twilight has to defeat the evil monster but also has to find her own special power. And it was so nice watching all of the ponies work together to help Twilight discover her special gift.
3: Aww. (laughs) That's that's how I'm... um, I'm just like, oh, that's so cute. Yeah, it's just
5: adorable.
3: (laughs) Well, Kendall, thank you so much for talking with us today about My Little Pony, Keys of Friendship. Friendship is key because they're all just so adorable, as we were saying. It comes out on July the 29th, so please check it out. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hobbiton.
1: And I'm your co-host, Raven
3: Devaney. From Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids.
4: Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Are you ready to explore the amazing world under the sea? Your host is a certified scuba diver, explorer. He likes to cook, and most of all, he's just a kid like you. You'll find out a lot more lies under the sea than what you've seen on TV, in movies, and even in aquatic parks. You'll learn about all kinds of fish, as well as other sea creatures. We'll take you to some exotic destinations and so much more. There's a whole big world under sea just waiting to be discovered. Tune in to Under the Sea, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Kids. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Kids. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up, World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune into What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel.
0: You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome
1: back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co host, Raven Javani. And I'm
3: your co-host, Brianna Herbiton.
1: And you're listening to Voice on to Kids. Right now we are going to be talking about the new DVD, My Little Pony, Friendship is Key. Key's a friendship. And we are talking right now with Haley. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, thank you. That's awesome. Lovely to have you on the show. So why don't you tell me about this? I know it's a series of shows, right? It's like a series of episodes. Right. All right, so why don't you tell me a little bit about it?
6: Well, the first episode is about when, we, when R- Verity realizes that selfishness and friendship just don't mix. In episode two, Pinkie Pie and Applejack realize that friendship is just as important as family. In the next episode, Fluttershy realizes that being nice is not always what is best for your friends. And sometimes, pushing them into the right direction is generous already. In Twilight Kingdom Part 1 and 2, all of the ponies' destinies unlock the keys of friendship.
1: Well, it sounds like each episode teaches a very important message about maintaining healthy friendships and healthy relationships with the people around you. Would you agree?
0: Yeah, I definitely
1: agree. So do you think you learn something new in each episode? And do you think that even though, you know, they're ponies, that you could still apply it to your friendships?
6: Definitely. When I was watching these episodes, in each episode, I was thinking about my friends.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. So My Little Pony has a very big fan base of people of all ages and genders, and um, it's known for its very specific style of animation and the way the characters are designed. So what do you think of the animation style and the character style in these series of episodes? The
6: animation and the characters are great. Applejack sounds kind of like a southern hillbilly. It's (laughs) funny. And Pinkie Pie's very perky, just like me. The animation is awesome, too, because their horns act like hands. And they can move stuff around, and it's really cool.
1: Oh, that's awesome. See, I love the ponies. I don't really watch the show, but I know all of the characters, because a lot of my friends, even in high school, still really like them. And um, I love the design of them, and I think they're so cute, and they all have their like cutie mark. Um, And So I think the design of them is really awesome. So you were mentioning that Applejack sort of has a voice like a hillbilly. What did you think of the voice actors who voiced the rest of the ponies? They did a great job, too. I love all the
6: characters. They're all funny.
1: Mm-hmm. And so you're 11, um, so you're a little bit on the upper age range of the target audience for this. So do you think that kids of all ages will be able to get a message from this, or what age range do you think it's, you know, geared towards? I think this
6: age range is good for ages 3 through 12. Mm-hmm. I think that those ages are good for these ponies, but Even I liked it. They're all about ponies. I was surprised.
1: (laughs) And so, as you were saying, there's a lot of messages in this film. And, you know, it seems like it definitely has some education in it. um, And you can definitely get something out of it. But what do you think about the entertainment aspect? Did it make you laugh? Did it make you nervous? Well,
6: each show is... I mean, each episode is different, so one can be really funny, and another one can be, like, very mysterious, and you you wonder what's going to happen next. So it's a little, like, wow.
1: Mm -hmm. And so all of the ponies sort of have their own unique personalities and their unique skills and the way they interact with each other. So do you have a favorite pony or a pony that you can relate to the most?
6: Yeah, my favorite pony is Pinkie Pie. As I said earlier, she's perky, happy, and even silly, just like me. Mm-hmm. She's really funny.
1: And like I said, I haven't necessarily seen the show. So, are there any like evil ponies or bad ponies that teach lessons about bullying or anything like that?
6: Well, not really. Like some can be like a tomboy, like Applejack. a mm-hmm. shy, like in the name. Oh, she's kind of shy. So they all have like different personalities.
1: So you think that, you know, people of all different personalities and, you know, different characteristics can relate to at least one pony? Yes. That's awesome. So I know there's a bunch of episodes in the Friendship is Key series. So uh, what was your favorite?
6: My favorite episode was Twilight's Kingdom Part 2. Man, it's quite an adventure. Did you know Ponyville gets almost destroyed?
1: Oh my goodness, well that sounds like a very crazy adventure. It is. You are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna hope Beaton. And we have been talking about the new film Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, Right now we are talking about My Little Pony, Keys of Friendship, and later we will be talking about The Book of Life and Rio 2 and the LA Zoo event. So right now we are talking with Haley about the Friendship is Magic series from My Little Ponies, and um, she's telling me all about it. She was telling me about uh, her favorite episode, which is Twilight Kingdom Part 2, if I'm correct. And it sounds like a pretty wild adventure. Um, so, like you said, the age rating is 3 and up. Do you think that there are any possibilities of, you know, younger kids around 3 and 4 getting scared in some episodes?
6: Maybe a little, but I'm pretty sure they can handle it because there's a lot of comedy in it. So, it's just a fun show.
1: Mm-hmm. And what did you think of the musical score in the films?
6: The musical
1: the, the music that went along behind the the action.
6: Oh, the music was very good. It actually went along with the story. Like if there was something um little,
4: little mysterious
6: happening, it goes something like dun dun dun, and then gives <laughs> you a weird feeling
1: inside. So the sound effects were pretty cool then. That's awesome. So if you got to spend one day in Ponyville, what do you think you would do and who would you hang out with?
6: I'd hang out with twilight because she's the fourth princess and i want i always wanted to see what's like in the kingdom and i would like to go around to the stores and see what ponyville
1: is like mm-hmm. and so as people probably guess my little pony is pretty girly but do you think that there are any episodes or any lessons that guys could get something out of
6: yeah, there's this little helper, it's a dragon, a mini dragon, named Spike, and he travels along with all the ponies and helps them out, and they, there's certain episodes that are all about him and how he helps around in Ponyville.
1: Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So how many stars would you give the whole series? I'd
6: give this DVD a four out of five dazzling stars.
1: Ooh, and why would you give it that rating?
6: Because, like I said earlier, even though it's all about ponies, I found it really interesting. I actually got into the story.
1: And uh, speaking about the story, I know there are several episodes on the DVD. So is each episode, like, its own individual story, or does the story build over the course of the episodes, and do they sort of tie together?
6: Um, all. Four episodes are like different stories about how the ponies realize their true destinies. And then the last episode is when Twilight and all the ponies figure out their true destinies and unlock the keys of friendship. So it's pretty awesome.
1: That sounds pretty awesome. Um, So are you a fan of any of the other My Little Pony DVDs or have you seen any of them? Actually,
6: This was my first My Little Pony video, and I liked
1: it. Do you think you would watch any of the other uh, DVDs? Oh, definitely. That's awesome. And do you think your friends would watch this with you, or do you think it's something that maybe you could have, like, a sleepover slumber party with your friends and watch this?
6: Maybe. They're probably not going to want to watch it at first, but once I start, like, um, telling them to watch it and they actually see different episodes, they'll probably tie into the story and relate to themselves and actually like it.
1: hmm So it's sort of something that you have to go into with an open mind and then you'll really get into it? Yeah. Well, it sounds really cool because it sounds like even though, you know, it's My Little Pony and a lot of people think it's really girly, it sounds like it actually does have, like, a really good plot and some comedy, some suspense and mystery, and some really awesome lessons that I think everyone should be able to learn. It does. Well, I'm so glad that you liked it and that you were able to tell us all about it. And um my one last question is... If you could make up your own pony that would get to hang out with the rest of them, what would its name be and what would it look like?
6: Its name would probably be Sunshine Giggles.
1: Sunshine Giggles, and I'm guessing it would have your personality? Yeah, and I can
6: like hang out with the ponies and go on different adventures. It will be
1: awesome. That sounds awesome. Well, Haley, thank you so much for telling us all about the My Little Pony Keys of Friendship. Friendship is key DVD. Be sure to check it out. And Haley, thanks again. It was such a pleasure having you on the show.
6: Thank you for letting me be on the show, too.
1: Of course, anytime. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Huppiton. And you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids.
0: Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up.
3: Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co host, Brianna Hope And
1: I'm your co host, Raven Tavani.
3: And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we have just finished speaking to Haley about the Book of Life, and we are reviewing the film Rio 2. So right now, we we're speaking with Morgan about Rio 2 and the LA Zoo event. Thank you, for ju- thank you for joining us today, Morgan. How are you? I'm doing
7: wonderful. How are
3: you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. So right now, let's talk about the LA Zoo event. So in, in a sentence or a paragraph or, or whatever you would like, how would you see the zoo event?
7: The zoo event was amazing. I loved it because you got to be able to explore and see the zoo. And who doesn't like going to the zoo for free? Plus, the event was amazing. I got to interview some of the zookeepers for the elephants, and it was amazing. They were really nice, and I loved it because they had dancers and a Brazilian band. It was just amazing.
3: Yeah, I haven't been into. I haven't been to the zoo in forever i don't know when the last time i went to the zoo but i absolutely love elephants and turtles and anything else that's an animal so <laughs> i'm glad you liked it so
2: and you also the- you also oh, got go to ahead. The movie you
7: also got to see the movie there and that was pretty cool because i that's, loved it yeah and
3: it's, when it's when like i get to see, see the movie, movie and i get to see and animals
7: you went <laughs> see animals and see dancers and brazilian dance so it was amazing
3: Yeah, there's this whole bunch of stuff and you're like, Oh my gosh, this is this is this and this is this, this is awesome. I'm so lucky.
7: (laughs) So who were some of the stars there? Well, they didn't have any stars, but they did have zookeepers and they were really nice and they told you everything about the animals and it was just really cool. Well, okay. Since
3: you did see this Since you did see the film Rio 2 there, what did they do? What did the zoo do that related to Rio 2? Because you can watch Rio 2 anywhere, but why did they relate it to the zoo? Or how did they relate it to the zoo?
7: Well, they have like giant lily pads and stuff for on this little um, scavenger hunt that you got to go and do. And you had to find toucans Mm -hmm. and the Brazilian nuts and the trees. And you also got to see the giant lily pads and everything. And after that, you got a prize for Rio. And you got pencils. And that was pretty cool. Yeah. The watch, what? Light, the watch lighted up. So that was pretty cool. And it said <laughs> Rio 2 on it.
0: Yeah. What about
7: the zoo reminded you about Rio 2? Well, the rainforest definitely did. And also seeing all the birds, like the toucans and the blue macaws and all that.
3: Yeah, birds and, I mean, animals from the rainforest and the forest, it's just, they're so exotic, I feel. They're just so, they're so free and wild and they're in their natural habitat, so they're best. So I totally understand the the animals there. What did you like most about the event?
7: Um... Probably the elephants and the armadillo and the crocodiles. Those were amazing to see. And why were they your favorite? Um, they were my favorite because I love elephants in their ears and they're so cute and it reminds me of um, movies about them. And they also did tricks that were amazing and I like the armadillos, they're very cute, and the crocodiles, I love them, because they have the sharpest teeth ever, ever. And they just are so amazing. Yeah, the the animals... And plus, plus oh, there were snakes there, and I liked that, because I really like snakes. I used to, um, they eat bugs, and I also had a praying mantis, so I'm kind of used to that, and I like to see how they do it.
3: Yeah, me and snakes aren't the best of friends because they scare me.
7: <laughs> so, a little, like, scared, but they weren't cages, so whatever. Yeah. I mean, big snakes I and got, small snakes. I even snake. got to pet a snake. I got to pet a snake and I was like, awesome.
3: <laughs> yeah, was, this is, this is like, what I want she, to do.
7: And it was like pretending to be a tree and you got to feel her. She was very scaly, but I loved it. Yeah, it's one of those was, lifetime I'm, experiences I'm just, type thing. Yeah, my mom just ran away and she was like, ah! That would she's, be me. She's not a huge fan of snakes either.
3: <laughs> well, I attended the Blue Carpet premiere event for Rio 2 in Miami, Florida, and it was great. I had a fabulous time, and it had lots of music, food, and fun. So how, was, how did you like being there? How, like what was, what was the one thing that you just loved about it? I mean, I know you love the animals, and I know you love Rio 2, but what was one thing that you will always remember?
7: Oh, the one thing I'll probably remember is being able to talk to the animal trainers because that was pretty cool to talk to them and actually be able to see the animals that they were holding and all of that. And that was pretty cool. And I loved the Rio 2 music because when you walked in, they had the Rio 2 music playing and that was pretty cool.
3: Yes, my mom loves that song and so do I.
7: You're listening yeah. to The Voice no. America Kids.
3: You're listening to The Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host Brianna Hope
1: Beaton and I'm your co-host Raven Tobany.
3: And you're listening to The Voice America Kids. And today we're reviewing the film Rio 2. So let's continue speaking with Morgan about Rio 2 zoo event and we were just talking about what she would remember the most and how it was an awesome event that anyone would be anyone would be happy to attend so let's get into the film who is your favorite character
7: oh my favorite character off the bat was definitely jewel she was just amazing and it's really cool that she got to be able to see her family again because a lot of people might think that their family is not really there and they might think they're away but for her to be able to see our family while she was in the rainforest that was pretty cool
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I saw this film and when I saw it, it was like, I, it was kind of different. I haven't, I haven't seen anything like that in a while, or if I did, I can't remember. So it was very original. And since we're talking about originality, can you please tell us about the plot of this film? Um, what do
7: you mean by the plot? Oh, the storyline. Oh. The storyline of the film was basically about Jewel. And re I mean Blue, be able to go back to the rainforest and be able to meet and find her father and be able to find her family and be able to um Blue be able to see his father in law and that was just basically the storyline. And you learn how they actually got to live and how they, um, lived in the jungle and how they got to be able to be free and just wild.
3: Yeah, because, because the when they think that they are the only bluebirds and when you think you're alone, you don't you don't go out and experience things. You stay where you are because you think you're the, only, you're the only bluebird, you're the only person, or whatever circumstance you're in. So it's great that they got to see the wild and they got to see how they actually were supposed to live.
7: And what is your favorite scene in this film? My favorite scene was probably the pin of doom. That was pretty cool because you don't ever get to see birds being able to play soccer. That was pretty funny.
3: Yeah, when they, were, so- when they were playing soccer, that was very funny. And I also like when they were singing, like when they were in the Raising Forest and yes. they were singing this whole extravagant song and and everyone knew it and everyone was with it. So I was like, wow, they're all
7: perfectly in sync. <laughs> yeah, it was basically for that w- jewel, that was it. But the animation was awesome. I, I don't even know how they were able to do the graphics for that because that was just so cool and it was so fast and birds being able to make all these pictures and everything that was just amazing
3: yeah when they're all synchronized and together it's like synchronized swimming i'm just like how do you do that (laughs) so how about the age range
7: well the age range i think my e for five and up because Mm -hmm. the older ones might actually be able to cry and relate to it. And the younger ones will just love all the music and the bright colors. And I also, the dancers, the dancing that the birds did, it was just amazing. And if you were at the event, what you would love would be the dancers from Brazil because they had so high heels and that, I mean, this, the highest heels ever. And Mm -hmm. that was amazing. So I liked that also. And yeah. so if you got to see the movie and go to the event, you would love it.
3: Yeah, I think of you as a very lucky girl, as so as so as I, because I got to attend the blue carpet. So we are both very lucky. I give a shout out to Miss Rani for that. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Morgan, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about Rio 2 and the Rio 2 Zoo event. Thank you for letting me be able to... Um, Connie, it was my pleasure. <laughs> it's always a pleasure talking to you. It's now available on DVD, so please check it out. And please look our reviews on the Huffington Post. We're in the teens section, and our blog is called Kids First. Thanks so much for joining with us today. You have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To watch our video reviews of the latest film and DVD releases, and to learn how you can become a Kids First film critic, go to www.kidsfirst.org. I'm your co-host,
0: Brianna Hopiton.
1: And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney.
0: And you're listening to Voice America Kids. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of C, we'll see you again next week. My name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworm, and now from the
6: Kidstar album of the month, here's Mr. Saxophone Dave Farther, with Hugs and Kisses.
8: First you take your arms, open them wide, big enough to put an elephant inside. Then you wrap them up, tight around somebody you love. Give them big hugs and kisses Take your little tiny hands They're far apart you gotta make room For that great big heart you wrap them up Tight around somebody you love Give them all some hugs And kisses It's hard to catch a ball When you're so small Your little bitty arms Hard to do anything at all But the great four hugs you got like bears and bears and love to share so take those off open them wide big enough to put a rhinoceros inside and you wrap them up tie around somebody you love give them off some hugs and kisses
6: from the Kidstar Album of the Month. Check it out on our website, Kidstar.org.